0: 26 and 2. Imagine for a moment in anything that you did. 28 times you go out and try to accomplish a task, and 26 times you're successful. What if you were 26 and 2 and still got benched? But not only got benched in a normal preseason game, got benched in the national championship. This is exactly what happened to Jalen Hurts. In 2018, Alabama found itself trailing 13-0 at halftime. And Nick Saban, arguably one of the best college football coaches of all time, made an unprecedented decision to replace Hurts, who was struggling with a true freshman, Tua Tagovailoa, who had limited game experience but had shown Much, much promise as he shows today with the Miami Dolphins in practice. This story, in and of itself, just I think has so many ripple effects of learning, growth opportunities, and just I mean, this is what they say that real life is the best story of all. Can you imagine being 26 and 2 on a national championship team? You're the quarterback. You're the captain of the team. You've done everything they've asked you to do. And you get benched. How would you react? What would you do? What stories would you tell yourself in your head? That one is pretty amazing to me. What Hurts did and how he responded. He didn't pout. He didn't make a point to... Let everyone know on social media. And today, where you look at somebody wrong there in the transfer portal, he didn't even transfer immediately. He stayed. And when asked about it, he has a saying he says, You either win or you learn. I mean, I know immediately in order to overcome that adversity, he had to be rooted. In understanding who he is, he knows who he is. If I asked you, who are you? Would you know how to answer that? Now, I don't want to know your name, I don't want to know what you do, but truly, what's your legacy? I think you need to understand that answer before you truly can start to overcome. Adversity, And I think this is very applicable in the Jalen Hurts story, but it's also very applicable to business today. I talked to a lot of businesses today, and the number one topic or a top trend topic they have is around this concept of resiliency, sustainability, and keeping up. Make no mistake about it. The number one resilient thing an organization can do is develop their people. You want to stay lasting? You want to stay future-proof? Is Start to invest and develop your people. It's the number one thing you could do to maintain a legacy and resiliency in your own organization. You take that to a personal level, and that's the number one thing you can do to stay relevant. Constantly invest in yourself to grow, to get better. What are you willing to do? Ask yourself the tough questions and start to focus in. And that's exactly what happened to Jalen Hurts. Think about that. He's young at the time, but yet he shows such maturity in how he responded. And to me, I think that he, he really understood his legacy. Who he was. See, when I say the word legacy, I'm talking about this enduring impact that any of us could feel that leaves behind this understanding of our actions, our achievements, and our character. Another way you can ask that is, what do you do? What do you value? In order to answer that you have to understand who you are. What do you value at your truly core? Cuz that's what it comes down to, these core values. And I see such misalignment not only with myself at times, but with others about their attitude, their action, or their behavior and what they think their core values are. I used to do this exercise with the kids that I coach and Quite frankly, I do it with anyone that I would uh, coach or or be part of any part of team for me. Is I would ask them, who are you? And what amazes me is some of the most talented, smartest, eclectic skill set of people fail to answer that question. I, I'm not even saying answer it correctly, just... They're stumped for words. They don't know how to answer it. And I think that is what you need to answer first and foremost. Talked about building a personal brand and how your story is more valuable than you think. But in order to get that story right, I started thinking, I really need to have this conversation here about defining who you are knowing what you truly value and then being in alignment with your attitude, your actions, and your behavior accordingly. And this was never more exemplified, I believe, in the Jalen Hurts story about being 26-2 and and being benched. It blows me away. And now here's what's even better in his story. So he... He stays the following year and when called upon, comes cold off the bench and delivers for his team. And then it allowed him, I believe, to have closure. And I, I, I've I've learned this as I've gotten older in life: that closure is so important. Make sure that you have closure. And even the little things, because it's so important to your mentality, to your mindset. And I believe that's what happened. I believe that he was able to get closure because he was able to deliver a year later after being benched at 26 and two, by the way. I know I keep repeating myself, but I'm just blown away by that and deliver. And side note to the story like, I don't want to go down too far, but I mean, really? At the time, we didn't know that Tua and Jalen Hurts would be, what, top 10 QBs in the NFL? Tua was a freshman at the time, and Jalen Hurts was a sophomore. So 26-2, and two, facing adversity, was able to handle it in the right manner, to learn and to grow from it, because he was rooted In his legacy of understanding who he is, knowing who he is, and having what he values aligned with his attitude, with his actions, and his behavior. I think that's a very powerful story that we all need to sink in and drink for a while. And let that marinate with us in a number of different aspects. It said that adversity brings out our true character. Like you want to get to know somebody force adversity in either your relationship, in in your environment, and you will start to see their true character come out. We also talked about how this is applicable to business. As more and more organizations are looking to become resilient, you're not going to be able to find that in a technology, to find that in something you could buy. Everybody seems to know financial debt. It's like a credit card or some type of debt. You take out a loan, and at some point, you have to pay it back. Well, there's the same concept that happens with technical debt, right? At some point, you keep putting off, upgrading servers, routers, hardware, but there's also developmental debt. And I think what happened post-COVID is, is that made every single business say, you're going to pay up. Well, you're going to pay up. And what's amazing to me is it seemed like overnight, people seemed to, what, lose skill sets or, or there was exposure about the lack of, of adjacency skills or technical skills that individuals had, but organizations need to look in the mirror because that developmental debt, their people becoming irrelevant happened on their watch. And that is the number one thing to stay resilient is to start investing and developing in your people, but don't make it out to be just something you check off the box. I think that has to be ingrained in the culture and a mindset that's deeply embedded and rooted. I've always said this, that companies don't value teaching or training because the end result of that is, is learning. Let's face it, they don't. That's why most organizations outsource that. They outsource it. They literally are saying with their actions, hey, let's outsource this. But I'm talking about coaching. And, and I'm I'm not talking about like coaching individual businesses, I'm I'm talking about people in organizations coaching their people. Because coaching's about performance. Coaching's about getting the right alignment, the right assignment, and the right technique on a day-in and day day basis to be able to execute effectively, to be resilient no matter what comes, to be able to adjust, adapt, and pivot accordingly. Resiliency that comes in the form of developing their people You want to know if your organization is one of those organizations. I always just look at what they do with their development. Is it outsourced? Is an event? Oh, we're going to have a training. Come on in and we'll do it for like two, three hours. Or is it just ingrained on a daily basis, focused on, understood, embraced, measured, and then executed upon. Resiliency. I think the only way to truly become resilient as an organization is the number one factor start developing your people. My name's Eric Stavola. This was just something that was on my mind about this, this concept of adversity. And how do you overcome that? By understanding who you are and what you truly value and being in alignment with your attitude, your actions, and your behavior on a day-in and day-out basis. And we use Jalen Hurts as an example of how he has overcome this. I think it's a great story and, and very powerful to that young man. And then, how does this relate to business? And so the concept of sustainability and resiliency keeps coming up, but it directly correlates with How much focus have they really developed with their people? Most organizations are forced to cash in their developmental debt post-COVID. And are they prepared? So until next time, I encourage you to understand who you are. I'll put a video down below. It's a little exercise I just do uh, I'll make it a lot shorter, but it's it's something I've always done with the players. I think you'd enjoy it I'm just about walking through and, and helping you answer that question about who you are. And then I'll also put in a little bit more detail on some other actions that you can do around building a sustainable developmental organization and embedding that into your culture. I'll just put that in like a power play format. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you next week. Thanks.